the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. I'm Rob Black, sitting in for CFP Chad Burton. Hopefully these days of sitting in start to wrap up, but clearly these are special times. Stocks are set to rally today. Basically, eh, maybe there's an effective coronavirus treatment. Now, first and foremost, I'm like, okay, let's 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 be patient. Um, even if there is a coronavirus treatment that is more helpful than anything else that's currently out there, it's treatment, not vaccine. Instantly, that starts going into my head. Sanofi says it can produce mass quantities of a vaccine if it works. Stocks are set to rally today. Close the week. An interesting week. Not a lot of drama, all things considered, this week. But drama today. To start the day to try to figure out what does this kind of look like. Um Last night, 5 p.m., 6 p.m., I'm trying to chill, relax, think about dinner. And all over the news, it starts to hit Gilead Sciences, a stock that we know, that we've talked about, is got a survey, and they've got a set of data that shows some effectiveness in a treatment for treating coronavirus. Given some investors some hope that, you know, um, potentially a treatment solution can help the country open a bit faster. Donald J. Trump, President of the United States, kicked off his health care update with a, okay, it's totally up to states to reopen however they see fit. And you're like, whoa. Wasn't this the guy who just a couple days ago said something very, very, very differently? Uh, that he had the ultimate power. And so maybe there's a playbook developing here. Um, maybe. That's the idea. PG uh, Proctor Gamble's in the news. They plan to make up to 10 million masks a month to fight the coronavirus. This is what I don't like. Some of the news is starting to run together today. All about the coronavirus. But the big hope last night... And heading into today is that Gilead Sciences has got a drug called Remsdivir. It's helping patients with COVID-19 coronavirus infections. Um, But we've known about this drug. That's where I get a little bit nervous. Uh, Because last night things got excessively enthusiastic. And the one thing I never want you to do is be excessive depressed or excessive enthusiastic when it comes to the stock market 
this drug's out there. It's called Rimsdivir. We've known about it. We knew that it was kind of maybe helping. We didn't have a lot of proof as far as could this be a mass scenario. It is interesting. The quicker we get a treatment, i.e., if you get sick, it'll help the symptoms. Vaccine, it'll cure. It'll prevent. It'll protect. Vaccine feels like we have to go with the idea that it's a year away. I don't know much about making vaccines. But today, just to show you that just even the idea of a treating um, people when they get sick, if we can get that move in the right direction, like oddly enough, pop two pills and you'll feel better in the morning. We like that concept in the United States. So this morning we're seeing Live Nation, the Ticketmaster company, trade up 18%. AMC Entertainment up 25%. Shares of Carnival up 10%. This is in large part due to those are companies that have exposure to large groups of people. And I think the narrative, okay, we get it loud and clear in the last 52, uh, not 52 weeks, 72 hours maybe is the right way of saying that. In the last 72 hours, the narrative has been, we'll probably start to reopen, but don't count on professional sports, movie theaters, any large group of, of people. And I saw Facebook last night cancel until 2021 summer large groups. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, right? But then the news came, Rimsdivir is effective on treating COVID symptoms. I don't know if I'm saying everything right, just for the record. It could be called Rimsdivir or Rimsdivir. I'm not quite sure on that. But um, we have something that's kind of effective out there. So Live Nation, it's a stock I want to own, I'll be honest with you, but because I've got morals, I can't now own it for the next 72 day, hours if I want to buy the stock. But ticket mat, like you see, today you're seeing companies rally that really have been punished on the idea that it's going to be 52 weeks before we can get together and hang out with each other. And then there's some other aerospace, aerospace stories, like Boeing's higher today, General Electric up, American Airlines. All companies that have been off aggressively from their 52-week high, uh, Boeing, GE, American Airlines, down 55% on average from down 55%. That's a lot. In your lifetime, you're going to see major recessions, and this is a major recession. You're going to see minor recessions. You're going to see bear markets. You're going to see bull markets. Um, just as much as it's kind of rare to see a stock go up 100%, in three years, it's very rare to see a company go down 60% in one. So there's just, again, it kind of comes down to the pet rock theory. Not everyone in the world's going to give up on American Airlines. Not everyone in the world's going to give up on Boeing. Some people are going to be throwing down like, hey, I think this is too far. The market's made up buyers and sellers. Shares of Newmont Mining, just to show you what kind of day this has the potential of, Newmont Mining does gold, is the basic idea there. They're down 4% on the news that Rimsdivir, Gilead Sciences Company, is treating effectively or something like that the symptoms of COVID. 
Um, Walmart. So, okay, so gold's off. Get together party kind of stocks are up. Industry that's been ravaged by lack of travel, Boeing or the aerospace industry, highlighted by Boeing, General Electric, and then they make jet engines. And then you get like an American Airlines. Um, you can see that industry is rebounding. You see gold moving off a little bit. Now, here's where the day gets very, very interesting to me. Walmart is off a little bit in pre-market trading. One of the big winners recently have been the retailers that we're getting good stuff from. Good stuff meaning things that keep us alive. Food, energy, um, sometimes medical supplies. Who knew that we were going to start classifying toilet paper as medical supplies, but it's kind of getting there. But you're seeing Walmart pull off a little bit, who has been a big winner Walmart, Target, Amazon. Amazon yesterday hits an all-time high. Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world. All-time highs, right? And aren't we supposed to go through some sort of recession? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And again, you're starting to see a psychology in the way stocks are setting up. Gold lower. Things that are have been overpriced recently, like Walmart, a little bit off. Zoom video. Boom, boom, boom. We're going to the Zoom room. Virtual meeting software company shares are down 3.5%. So a lot of the stocks that have been COVID plays, maybe on the upside, are starting to see what's going to look like on the other side when we have treatments. It's Rob Black sitting in for CFP, Chad Burton. We'll take a break here. If you need to get in touch with New Focus Financial, check them out www.newfocusfinancial.com. A lot of good downloadables on what the other side of the market's going to look like. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black sitting in for CFP Chad Burton. He and I have worked together on and off for 20 plus years. I shouldn't say on and off. We've worked together for 20 plus years, but it's gotten tighter on some levels. I sit in for him as a guest host. He is the guy who's you know, in control of this time. And I do it when things get stressful for the industry, when you, know, you want to make sure your focus is 100% right. That happens in this industry. We want to be right on the downside just as much as we want to be right on the upside. Um, we want to get you to retirement. That's a goal. Um, this is a uh, courtesy that the news these days are like pretty monumental, like the way they play out. Procter and Gamble, maker of Charmin, sales surged ten percent as consumers stocked up ahead of the coronavirus outbreak. I want to see what happens in Netflix when we start feeling like we're on the other side of pandemic. Keep in mind, the data is not there yet that we're even in a recession. It's starting to formulate with job cuts. Oh, and it's going to happen. We know that. The stock market was set to open up large today because Gilead Sciences has a treatment that's been around for a long time. It's not like they just made it and uh, fresh batch. They tested out and like, hey, look, it looks effective. <clears throat> Stat News last night reported to Chicago Hospital treating coronavirus patients with rheumatoid severe in a trial. 
that the patients were recovering rapidly from severe symptoms. We've done some pretty crazy stuff since uh, we've all started talking COVID-19 with trials. What better time to jumpstart it in a, a trial, drug trials, phase three trials, to get a prescription benefit given to you by our FDA? It takes a lot of money to prove that it's effective. You have to test a lot of people, and it's tough to test people. And if, oh, I'm going to come up with a cure for uh, mumps, that, when do you get a chance to show that people have mumps? Oh, I'm going to come up with a cure for erectile dysfunction. Oh, that's an easy one. Let's wait till Friday night. When do you get to find out when people are suffering from baldness? Oh, oh, you look at their head. But when you're talking about treating a pandemic-type disease, uh, there is nothing like the, the now for finding out if your drug can pass a drug test. And Gilead Sciences is finding that I saw one study, and I'm not going to start quoting studies. About 66% of the people saw improvements in their symptoms. Now, again, who knows? All the stats, like, are they bouncing back just because they're healthy again? Are they bouncing back because they got through the worst part? Are they bouncing back because COVID wasn't going to take them down? I don't know. That's where I'm going to let other people talk about the stupid stuff like that. Sanofi is saying that they can produce, uh, mass produce a vaccine. A couple of things that we're going to see on the opposite side of COVID, in my belief, is that people who are anti-vaccination, some of them might become vaccination. You know, I'm not willing to get a flu shot because all it makes me do is sneeze and cough and such. Uh, But the COVID, when it kills you, I'm like, okay, maybe I do take vaccines. Maybe I do believe that uh, mumps and rubella and smallpox um, have all been basically eradicated with vaccines. And they're all things that used to kill people in flu-like scenarios. Um, So I think Glaxo and Sanofi could be longer-term winners. And again, that's what we're going to start looking at. Like, does Netflix hold up? Netflix rallied to a 52-week high because we're all quarantining. Wall Street looks six months in the future. So if Gilead is helping get people bounce back a little bit more, Remsdivere, then maybe six months. That's why Live Nation's doing well. Live Nation, I'm not going to get depressed, but it's a little discouraging thinking that I'm not going to be able to go to a concert for anywhere between six months to... A year and a half? Eh, yeah. So, trust me, I, I can give up concerts. I'm okay with that. But Procter & Gamble sales up 10% as consumers are basically stocked up on toilet paper. <laughs> Investing in a time of a pandemic is kind of funny, right? Another thing that we're learning is that while we're in a market-type correction, market-type figuring out, look at what stocks have done really, really well. People want to own tech stocks. Amazon, all-time high. Netflix, all-time high. Apple, it's not that far from its all-time high. After falling 20-plus percent, it's roared back. Too soon? Probably. Oh, and just for the record, you ever get that feeling you were getting hit by fake news? Well, yesterday, Facebook said, if if you are liking fake news and we figure out that it's fake news, we'll let you know that it's fake news. I saw a story last night, and the story started on Bloomberg, and it basically said China has a military lab in Wuhan 
10 miles from the wet market it's been accused of having the live bat that started COVID. But they're supposedly, and I guess a lot of this is true, they have a lab in that area that can you know, replicate and create biological viruses and test them out. They, they were so proud of it as a nation that they, they bragged about how they can create Ebola to test out scenarios on fixing like an Ebola. There's a story that started on Bloomberg last night that links a lab close to where the wet market is 10 miles. And like this start, it's starting, I'm like, is this a conspiracy theory? Is this fake news? And in the end, there's nothing I could do with the news. But that the news started kind of forming that maybe China had an employer or two in the military lab on biological uh, diseases. Maybe some, maybe they were taking lunch and something bad happened and no one noticed. And like they walked out and boom. And I'm like, whoa, the UK is actually investigating this and they refuse to do business in the future with China until they figure out if it's true or false. And if it's true, they clearly, like, this was a weird day yesterday. And then again, Gilead Sciences says, hey, we're, we ran a study on people really sick with COVID and they, most of them got better. And this drug has been used before in, for uh, people with uh, bad immune systems. This drug's been used before, and no one's like gotten a third head on their body or a 17th finger. 16 or normal, 17's bad. So stocks are surging right now on a treatment drug, and then the idea that the next thing or the final thing is going to be a drug tied towards a vaccination. A lot more news is still being developed right now. Until there's a vaccination, I think it's fair to say that our governors are probably going to say something like, if you got gray hair, stay in. But we're also starting to see what life is going to look like on the other side of this. Um, corporations can open back up potentially when they're ready to test if their employee who's coming in their door has a fever. I'm not saying invest in thermometers, um, but this is a very interesting time. So again, markets are looking up. We're going to talk about this. It's Rob Black. I'm sitting in for CFP, Chad Burton. These are interesting times where people feel the emergency. Check out Chad at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, sitting in for CFP Chad Burton, bringing us back into break AJR. Album I enjoyed quite a bit last year in the Year Theater. Went to a concert. Now I question when do I ever get to go to a concert again? People were sweating. We were dancing next to each other. We're going to talk about that because there are some investment angles coming into COVID, life in, during COVID, and coming out of COVID. And this is a business 101 kind of lesson. I don't want to be here. I haven't taken a day off in quite a while. Well, I guess you could say Good Friday, but I want it to work because I want to go through this with you. I want to see what happens in the markets. I want to be authentic and genuine. I'll get back to a vacation down the road. Netflix. When you take a look at the stock, you're seeing one analyst today up the price target to 450. 
whether you're thinking the company's overpriced, underpriced, were they the first in the streaming space of new content forever and ever? And will they fade? Will they trailblaze for someone else? There was once a company called Palm Pilot who made really cool gadgets called PDAs, not you know, public display of affection. No, no, no. Personal you know, device technology, personal digital assistance, which kind of you got to the point where like, there's a lot of information on this and we're pulling in a lot of information on Bluetooth and wireless. And why don't I just add a phone to it? And suddenly Palm wasn't that important anymore when Apple came out with the cell phone, uh, the basically the flat cell phone is the right way of saying it. That also had a computer built into it, not just a cell phone. Now you get some functionality. I know someone who has got a, <laughs> I love this. He's got a Nokia flip phone that still works. It's like 14 years old. And anytime you text him something, he gets the text. He just can't figure out what it is because the graphics don't jive per se. Anyhow, Netflix, one analyst saying $450. Um, essentially, you have to make a call now thinking that, like, yeah, the COVID thing, if treatment's out there, if we're one year from a vaccine, you have to start thinking Wall Street is figuring this stuff out. That, yeah. Uh, maybe over the next three or four months, they're going to get more signups. People are locked in their homes. People get addicted to some shows. And, ooh, I watched the whole season of Ozark. Now I have to wait a year. And in a year, in theory, COVID should be calmed down, right? i got to wait a year for the the next season on Netflix. Do I keep Netflix's invite? So you're starting to see life on how it looks on the other side of it. Now, a little bit of discouraging news. Markets opened up about 600 12 hours ago, the markets were responding to investing in Asia. Um, the idea that Gilead Science Remsevere is, is treating successfully um, symptoms of COVID. So to open up 600, like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. There, there's not pure optimism there. But we're kind of moving in the right direction. No matter what you think, um, Friday the 13th in March was a brutal, brutal time to be an investor. Now we're a month plus out of that. There's been horrible where you feel this could never go my direction. And there's been like gleeful, like, woohoo, we're going to all time highs. And then there's like, no, no, we're not. Today is one of those days where we're more positive. But again, I like the reason we're positive. The idea of treatment. Good. I'm okay with that. Then I look at some of the other stocks. Remember um, stocks that have no earnings, that they have no revenue, but they have this idea of like, hey, we're working on drugs, and we'll throw our name in the hat. The company called Moderna. Think of the word modern plus A. They, as a biotech company, that's kind of maybe the difference between biotech companies and pharmaceutical companies. Biotech companies tend not to have a lot of product. They tend to be developing product. And if you ever hear of a video game or a company that has a product in development, they're typic- it's typically pretty rough, right? So Moderna, the biotech company, received $483 million in federal funding yesterday to accelerate development of its potential coronavirus vaccine. I don't even want to get into this. Um, the shade that's being thrown to companies right now on the idea of, are you doing that for the U.S.? Are you going to do that for the U.K. too? We don't want you to give it to Asia until you give the United States the U.S. or the United States of the U.K. You can kind of tell I'm running out of gas. Um, but there's that concept. 
of who gets the drug first. But if our government throws on $483 million, maybe we say, we want your stuff first. Moderna CEO Stephanie Bansell told CNBC this morning, the funding is particularly critical right now if they want to manufacture vaccines. That's another issue that's different between biotech companies and pharmaceutical companies. We're already seeing some companies today say things like, hey, if you need us to make a lot of shots, we know how to do that, Sanofi. Same thing with GlaxoSmithKline, right? Companies like Moderna, if they come up with a vaccine, they're going to need someone to manufacture it, and that costs money. So the biotech company doesn't have the, the old business of, oh, we've been making Tylenol for years, so we manufacture it ourselves. Oh, we've been making you know uh, flu shots for years, so we already have a, a building that can do that kind of thing. Trust me, my knowledge on manufacturing biological um, arrays, very, very weak. So that's a little bit of the difference between biotech companies and pharmaceutical companies. The pharmaceutical companies have not as much promise because they're big. They've already built out their business. They've already you know, had that blockbuster drug that they either acquired or developed. So if Moderna does come up with a cure, and during that whole period of time, and they say, you know, uh, we came up with a vaccination process that we believe we can speed up any sort of modern flu, any sort of modern virus, we can speed up a vaccine for it sooner rather than later. We're doing it better than anyone else in history. Then drug companies are going to say something like Merck, the Pfizer's, the Lilly's, the Sharon Plows, GlaxoSmithKline's. Um, they're going to say, we want this company. We want to own them. Not only do we want their COVID-19 vaccine, but we also want what they can come up with in the future. And that's when big pharmaceutical companies buy biotech companies to kind of build out their portfolio. To be honest with you, if you were to further flesh out healthcare, you get insurance companies, and then you get like into hospitals. You can even get really micro into it, like um, a Medtronic who makes medical devices, um, COVID-19 and a great quarantine. One thing we're going to know is people are going to gyms and I'm getting, I'm gaining a little weight, not, hopefully not too much, but a little bit. So maybe I'm going to get to the point where I blow up. I gained so much weight. I have a heart attack. And then there's like a Medtronic. So you kind of get the idea. That's how you invest in the medical space. It could be medical device companies. Very, very granular, very bullet shot. But as we're all getting older, we're all going to replace our hearts, our hips, our knees. Whatever implant, whatever a company like a Medtronic is going to be there. Then you get into the hospitals. You get into the healthcare companies. One year ago today, we were talking about if Senator Bernie Sanders gets into the White House. Um, you need to be worried about healthcare companies because the man has made a career saying, all Americans deserve health care, and all Americans deserve better health care. And that kind of conflicts with what the insurance company does. And I think we're learning one thing as an Americans, and again, if we all learn one thing, and in any time of crisis, I always find it a good thing. Maybe we're learning not to sell when we get fearful. But if we're learning one thing, maybe we should start thinking, maybe companies shouldn't be in charge of providing health care as a benefit. Maybe there is something to be said for the government, the state, uh, maybe the self, maybe the industry can come up with a new business model. Because right now we're going through 20 
2 million plus layoffs. And I was talking to a friend from radio yesterday. Um, and we were just waxing poetic. He's, he's kind of out of the industry and he's going through some life changes due to COVID. And, uh, you know, we were just laughing about the, the healthcare industry and, you know, tied towards jobs. He, he didn't really understand the difference between furlough and firing. And he's starting to learn because he's gone through them all for the first time in his life. And he's a little freaked out more so not about income. He's got a situation where he can live with family members. So he doesn't have to worry about a warm bed, I don't think. But he's like, what if my health care goes? Because he's not a skinny little dude. And a lot of people's jobs tied towards health care benefits right now. And 22 million plus people, that can change your financial situation pretty quickly. Amazon stock hit an all-time high yesterday. There's winners and losers anytime we're in a situation of, oh, I don't want to get into municipal bonds. I'll let CFP Chad Burton do that. I don't really want to talk about the, the granular aspects of credit on corporations. Other than to say in the last 60 days, 30 days in particular, you've seen a lot of corporations go to the bank and say, we need cash. We talked to you about this pre-summer last year. Remember, we talked and you said, you can have, we'll lend you money if you ever need money. Well, we need money. And there'll be some ramifications on that. The, the news is fascinating right now because as we're starting to wrap our head around the death and destruction of the virus, we're also starting to wrap our head around um, treating it. But we still haven't got to the death and destruction of earnings in the short term. So there's going to be a couple more shoes to fall. A lot happening on Wall Street right now. Pandemic drug is showing hopeful signs right now. Rimsdivir by Gilead Sciences. Um, these are weird days because I don't want to get caught up in excitement. I do want to watch it unfold. But I don't want to get caught up in like, ooh, this could be our day. This could be our day. We'll see. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. A lot has been happening this week on Wall Street. In the last 72 hours, it's Rob Black sitting in for CFP chat. You're starting to see a little bit of a sentiment shift. That maybe the worst is behind us on the stock market because the stock market's looking six months out in the future. If you had to buy Apple today at 20 times earnings, you'd be like, well, it's going to take me a long time to, you know, get back my investment. If you were to buy the whole company and say it's worth a trillion and a half, the amount of earnings for that company to kick off a million and a half dollars in earnings, it's going to take a while. So you start getting into earnings expectations, and that's how Wall Street kind of works. Is they're going, Apple's not fairly valued today, but if you look six months, 12 months, two years, three years in the future, you can kind of see them making that kind of money, or you can kind of see them earning that kind of money over a period of time. So we're in a funny period right now on Wall Street because the headlines this morning, I, I saw a headline, second Deadliest day ever in the United States, two days in a row tied towards COVID. Number of deaths, two-day high, or two days in a row, all-time high. We haven't hit peak death, and we're now already talking about maybe the market's already put in a bottom. Two, three weeks ago, 
not peak death, maybe market's already put in a bottom. When you start looking back at March, this wasn't that serious as far as numbers go. It was heading towards serious. But Wall Street, I started figuring it out and saying, six months from now, we're not going to like this. We're going to be talking about the number of people not working in society. Um, will we be at 20% by the end of the year? No. Most analysts at this point in time are expecting about 7 to 10% unemployment rate as the year ends. Now, again, Thursdays we get first-time unemployment claims, and we've seen those shoot up to 22 million claims in four weeks. Craziest number. In four weeks, we've fired or we've unemployed as many people as we had hired in the previous 10 years put together. In four weeks, we lost that. And yet, Wall Street's starting to move a little bit higher. Wall Street's not saying, you know, we're not going to be down 7% on that news. We're going we're gonna to go up 1% or down 1%. So, Wall Street's kind of figuring it out. And um, I don't want to get people excited. I don't want to get people fearful. I would prefer you go, this market's seen a lot, and it'll see more. Talking with a friend who's not a scientist, one of the first things he said in the conversation is, oh, we're going to have more of these. Kind of a conspiracy angle, right? Procter & Gamble's out there today saying they're going to make 10 million masks a month uh, to help fight the coronavirus. Okay. Procter & Gamble's too big. When you're making a cloth mask or a uh, an emergency mask. Short term, you can kind of goose the stock. Now, what's kind of interesting about Procter Gamble is they also make toilet paper. So you're like, oh boy, I see how you guys are playing it. You're not only making the mask for the mouth, but you're making the, the stuff for the other end. And maybe they invented this. That you're, I've I've seen conspiracy theories abound recently, and some of them are pretty entertaining. So you're like, could that be re- no? Analysts warn today about getting too rosy with Gilead Sciences. Gilead Sciences last night, about 13 hours ago, the news started to hit the national news wires that they've come up with a treatment for a drug that helps COVID symptoms. You don't want those symptoms. As the symptoms progress, you get put on a ventilator. In a ventilator, you get knocked out. They put a tube down your throat. It's very unattractive. So Gilead Sciences shares are rising today. They reported positive results in 53 patients via a New England Journal of Medicine article tied towards the healthcare ramifications of taking a drug that they didn't just admit that's already out there. Now, analysts both on the healthcare side and on the financial side are saying, don't get too caught up in this. You know, one study kind of thing. And what I want to say is don't get too caught up. If you find yourself saying, oh, did you hear what you know XYZ said today on KDOW? Did you hear what uh, that guy, he said he was predicted this all along. Did you hear what he said? Eh, okay. So we're getting to the point where like, don't get too hopeful. Just play the game the same, in my opinion. Gilead said that it's got about one and a half million doses, enough to treat 140,000 patients. So... If remdesivir is effective, and one study shows that it is, doctors tend to go, I've heard it's effective. I'm going to write a prescription for you. They have enough to treat 140,000 patients, as is. 
Do you remember about two, three weeks ago what we said? Uh, we're watching the news. We're talking about investments. We're, Donald Trump said somewhere between 100 and 240,000 Americans are going to die. And then you see Gilead say, well, we have enough treatments to help people get better, not to be a vaccine, but to help people get better for 140,000. Go back to Trump, 100,000 to 240,000 deaths. So you start to see like this is starting to get more manageable. You're seeing a big rally in stocks. I don't think it's going to hold. Fridays have not been great on Wall Street. But the data is still true out there that it's starting to get you know a little bit more compassionate towards caring for people. It's starting to get there. Maybe we can you know mathematically put this in a box, but the real the reality of opening up businesses, they're going to be different, and we're get prepared for that. But even more important that I want you to get prepared for is there's going to be some bad economic news. People are still getting fired. Um, companies like Best Buy say, we have no clue how much we're going to sell this year. That's one of the most frightening things I can hear is when you look at a company like an Apple or a Best Buy or uh, Pfizer, you're going, okay, I can figure out the math of all this. I can, I can kind of say like maybe in about 18 months, it'll be a little bit like we'll start seeing the sales from this new drug kind of thing. You can start doing the math. Um, right now, that's the that's the scariest thing to people like me and CFP Chad Burton is there's not a lot of visibility coming from either the economic angle, the economists like oh we expect a pickup in hiring. We're not hearing anything. We're like we don't know how bad it's going to get. Twenty percent employment, ten percent employment. Anyhow, you can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black sitting with CFP Chad Burton. It's the CFP Chad Burton show. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. A lot of great downloadables. Let's keep our fingers crossed on this market rally, right? It's kind of an interesting time.